Welcome to Inside Swindon Support with top guests and top tips. So, hi, welcome to another episode of Insights, where on this uh, particular episode, I'm really excited uh, to introduce somebody who sort of needs no welcome or introduction, uh, really. Um, she's somebody who I've known for, you know, well over a decade. So, um, so, so giving and helpful with her time, so knowledgeable about all things EdTech, very agnostic, although I know her heart does lie with Google, really. <laughs> um, uh, well, we might touch on that in this conversation. It gives me great pleasure to welcome uh, on to Insights here live from the Vet Show, the one, the only Alice Keeler. Welcome, hey, Alice. Oh, How are you doing? Mark. I'm doing so good. Very rested. Got in a few days ago from the States. Fantastic. So, um, for those people who don't know you, I mean, what rock have they actually been hiding under? <laughs> um, but could you talk yeah. a little bit about, about your work? I mean, as a math teacher and, and uh, sort of Absolutely. background in education. So, I, I got started teaching math in 1999 and I was taking my teaching classes. Now, make sure we know that I did it in this order. I got the teaching job first and then learned how to teach. So, that first year was a bit rough. It is uh, quite the science to teach. But uh, in my class, they wheeled in this giant LCD projector and they said, does anyone want to use PowerPoint? I'm like, I have no idea what that is, but I'm going to figure it out. So I was one of the first uh, teachers to really embrace teaching using PowerPoint instead of the overhead projector. And I started a blog. So alicekeeler.com teacher tech is a popular blog that I still maintain. I like to say my blog is my job, it's my passion, where I really am passionate about, not Google, but student learning and student passion for learning and how technology can improve with the learning process and not just make us paperless. Brilliant stuff. And this is one of the things that Alice and I align on and at you know, Technology is fantastic, but we don't have to be using it all the time. For sure not. You know, what we should be doing is thinking and focusing uh, on what we can do to help improve and enhance student learning. And so I wanted to dive into my first sort of topical area. Okay. Um, it's the buzzwords. Um, I'm sure I've not been to any of the uh, presentations yet, but I'm no. sure those two letters, AI, are going to come up an awful lot. What are your thoughts on AI, Alice? Well, you know, my initials are AK, so I'm almost AI. Uh, no, I'm yeah. just kidding. I, I use AI every day. I chat GPT, Google Bard. I love it, it's very helpful. I don't know how much time it saves me as much as when I really work at crafting a good prompt that I can get it to know me and help support me and who I am rather than just magically spitting things out. So my concern is I was at BET last year and everybody just overnight had AI in their product. Like really, what does that mean? Your ga car takes gas, that's apparently just about it is there's something in there what does it exactly do well I guess that's even too specific it's it doesn't really mean anything to me I should be very skeptical I think of anything that says AI and certainly if it thinks it's some magic solution it definitely is not no, no and, and I would definitely agree with that you know technology can do amazing things and it can help us to do things that wouldn't be possible without the technology but that analogy of you know well my car runs on gas well so what you know yep. uh, what else can it so do what? beyond that and teacher workload let's dive deeper into those uh, sorts of areas so obviously AI is a big trend um, but you, you work around the world you talk and, and, and work with teachers around the world. what um, sort of things that are impactful are you seeing Alice? 
Right. Well, everyone's really tired right now. We are burning teachers out. And I know that's a big reason we want to use AI. And we should. And we should. I'm not saying not to. I'm just saying to be skeptical on how we do it is, is to alleviate some of the teacher burden and find ways to spend more time with students. And I'm, I'm definitely for that, but I feel like we're having a, a trend of just kind of slipping back into maybe some old ways because we are tired. And I certainly have no stones to throw at anybody. I'm tired mm. myself. I was teaching uh, seventh grade math at the beginning of this year, and it's it's tough. The kids are enthusiastic. Um, and so to try to, to keep up with a three minute passing period where you literally have no time to go to the bathroom because they want you to be watching the hall and kids coming in and out of class and, and when exactly do you have time to prepare all of these things? I get it. I get it. But I think that we're looking for people who are at right now, people just hanging on rather than really having the opportunity and the time mm. to move forward. Yeah. So, what? What are you? What? How, how do you manage your time a lot of sort of things? I mean, I, I know you, Alice. You are so prolific, so highly organised. You know what you're doing most of the time. Uh, but but uh, it is so, I mean, how, what tools? How, how do you make it so that all these different things work for you when you are so very, very oh, busy? I definitely don't think I represent anybody. I I like to break things. I I am willing to jump in, and my poor students are my guinea pigs. Like well, let's see what we can do with this, push it, and it's probably not going to work. And I try to work out all the kinks myself because I do have a high tolerance for pain. I mean, honestly, if you're going to try something new, just like riding a bike, you're going to fall off. Yeah. Oh, I tried that once and it didn't work. Well, you need to try it more like 20 times and iterate and then take what, and then I take what I've learned and try to be like, okay, here's my lessons learned. That's a lot of what I do with my blog and my newsletter. AliceKeeler.com. Uh, sorry, shameless no, no, self-promotion in, in, in there. But is is how, how here's how you can take a step forward without starting from scratch. Um, so what do I do? I don't sleep, maybe. And coffee's your friend, right? <laughs> coffee is definitely my friend. I'm a couple cups in today, but um, I I prioritize spending time learning things, and I don't clean the house. I, I pay somees to do that well that, that is a really useful thing to do actually you know making good use of your time being smart with your time and something I've noticed over the years as well that you really do and, and tinkering is definitely clearly something that you're really you, know, you dive into stuff to sort of unpick how it works I've seen some great ways in which you've used things like Google sheets for example over the years and uh, all these sorts of things uh, have you got any sort of if people are sort of you know like like imagine that you know, new to the profession, um, they've been introduced to new, you know, the, the Alice, your Alice Keeler of your. You've been introduced <laughs> to the latest set of equivalents of PowerPoint. Uh, what, what strategies would you suggest people could adopt to help them become familiar, happy, confident, and competent? Oh yeah. In the tools that they're presented with. Use less tools. That I mean, that's always my first recommendation. Pick one. Like, let's just start with spreadsheets. A lot of people don't use spreadsheets. Yeah. But I mean, truly. Aren't spreadsheets magical? The answer is always a spreadsheet, I like to say. If you decide that's what you want to use, there's a lot of ways that you can use it. So it's a pedagogy first approach. So really thinking, what do I want to accomplish? How could this tool do it? Rather than the other way around. Yeah. Uh, what does the tool do? How can I smash it into my, into my lesson? And so I want to have students collaborate. That's huge for me. So a traditional math class, 
is students sitting at their own desk doing their own work. You know, it's cheating really to talk to anybody. And I'd like to break that mold, right? It should be vibrant conversations and discussions and how do we learn from each other. A lot of yes and. Um, And so if we're going to do a spreadsheet, it's how can I get everybody on the same spreadsheet? How can we learn from each other? And just taking that mindset to be aware that we're not born knowing how to collaborate digitally. Using collaborative digital tools might require wine. I mean, really, uh, you know, it's 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 a like taking ki- kindergartners to the library for the first time. So is using any collaborative tool. But just like we don't ban kids from going to the library, we work with them on how to behave appropriately. That's where I really would start is really thinking about how I interact with students around collaboration and digital tools. Brilliant stuff. You, you've mentioned pedagogy first approach, then your response. And, and again, we align on that thinking. 100%. <clears throat> We've seen in recent years a far more conversations, quite rightly so, uh, about uh, cognitive science and the things that actually have an impact and what works when it comes to teaching and learning. So things like retrieval practice, space practice, direct yes. instruction, you know, so forth and so on. Um, which of those sorts of things uh, would you say have influenced you the most and how have you sort of combined or thought about technology being, integra- being integrated into that sort yeah. of thinking? Good question. I'm really into retrieval practice. So I have a book called Ditch That Homework. I'm not into homework. As it's, I think it is an inequitable practice. And honestly, it's not even that effective. More effective is giving your brain a break. So again, I am a math teacher, traditional math instruction. Let me show you how to do this. I'm going to do all the thinking for you. Now repeat it back to me 30 times. And if I could quote my favorite, not just my favorite Brits, but my favorite person, Joe Bowler, uh, if doing it 30 times is effective, everyone would be mathematicians, right? Um, but it's not effective. And so spacing out your learning and doing a little bit and then taking a break and then doing a little bit more is actually more effective. And retrieval practice is definitely part of that, right? And so what retrieval practice at a very basic level is, why don't you just sit here and stare at a blank piece of paper and remember things? What are all the things that you can remember? Let's retrieve it out and make a, a, an effort to do that on the regular is to remember things. So technology obviously is gonna be really helpful in that. And that if I'm gonna to need to space things out and quizzes is quizzing, is one of many retrieval practice techniques. Well, I just really wouldn't do that without technology. I mean, I love quizzes and anything like it. Uh, I love quizzes because it's gamified and I could talk all day long about the power of gamification and how disgusting it is, how many products out there with a gray background and boring the snot out of children. There's really no need for that in this age. It should be engaging. Uh, so there's the first thing to look for as you're walking around, y'all. Does it have gamification? If not, maybe keep walking. Um, but using some sort of a tool, like I use the quizzes, again, with the gamification, but it will randomly choose out of a bank of questions. Yeah. So I can build up the, okay, this is what we learned. I add a few questions into the bank and then do this as a warm-up, as an exit ticket. Oh, you're done early. Or just say, hey, we're having retrieval time. Is it's going to bring back some different practices that I'm not having to generate things constantly and grades it for me so can't dismiss the importance of that. But I'm also a big supporter of if a computer can grade it, it should. So anything that we're doing 
that allows for, you know, it has an answer key. The teacher is the most valuable thing in the room. You honestly could be doing better things than marking. So here is the pedagogy adjustment. Instead of getting a low score, what does getting a low score do? Nothing. I just, I'm recording failure. That's ridiculous. You do it until you're successful. So using a digital tool for low critical thinking tasks is about student success rather than just saving me time grading. Brilliant. I mean, there's so much fun. We could talk all day, but I'm mindful that our has got like a thousand and one other places to be today. Uh, and well, who uh, doesn't want to just be here to, with Mark? Well, it's always, <laughs> always good to catch up. You mentioned you've got a new book out, so I'd I love do. to give you an opportunity to sort of oh, share about you. that, Alice. What, what's it all about? Well, I am really passionate about student engagement. It does matter for learning, and especially in math, a lot of math applications just really lack student engagement. But my book is not about math. It's actually 50 ways to engage students with Google Apps. And I honestly don't care if you use Google, but if you are a Google school, that's the tool that you have. And I have some strategies around how you can use those tools to be engaging, because let's be honest, they're inherently not. Brilliant stuff. Well, look, uh, when's that coming out? Any second now. It's supposed to come out in November, but I didn't like the layout, so I made them redo it. So my publisher said last night, almost ready. It's almost ready. Oh, well, fingers crossed uh, we'll get a copy of that sometime yes. soon through the door. Love um, to get you one. If you want to um, connect with Alice, you can do alicekeeler.com, Alice Keeler on like every social Online media platform yes. going. Just look for Alice Keeler and it, you will find her. Um, and if you're at BETS um, and watching this and it comes out nice and quick, uh, please do come and join us at Stand SD50 uh, or make sure you subscribe to us on youtube.com slash netsupport or just visit us at netsupportsoftware.com. I'm Mark Anderson, Head of Education at NetSupport. It's really great to have a chance to catch yeah, up with Alice. Really nice Look to forward to catching you on the next chat on Insights. Thanks. Thanks.